Thanks for listening to this teaching from City of Life Church. Check out www.col.tv for more great teachings, service times, and information on upcoming events. Now, let's join the service already in progress. Well, once again, welcome to City of Life Church. You can find your seats, and if you're tuning in online, we're believing that that grace and that power will fill your life right there where you are. Thank you so much for joining us. My name's Pastor Justin, and today is a really special day. It is our heart for the house. This is such a huge Sunday for people who call City of Life Church their home. And today, we're going to tell you the story of 2020 and the miracle that we have seen through this year, and particularly how the generosity of so many of City of Life's amazing families have been used of God in a great way. So if you're here in the building, you received a little booklet on your way in, and if you want an additional one, please make sure to let our team know. If you're tuning in online, you can access a digital copy of this booklet at col.tv slash heart. There's so much in here, and we would love for you to spend some time reading the story of what God has done this year in our church in light of all the unexpected events that happen. But today, we're going to take some time in this service to celebrate that together. I think we could all use a little bit of celebration, right? So we're going to do that together today. But before we do, as a church, we want to express some gratitude. This week, our nation honored all of our veterans in the observance of Veterans Day. And even though it was a few days away, we could not have a service without taking the chance to thank all the men and women who have served our country. If you're a veteran from any branch of the service, could you please stand just so we could take a moment and thank you. 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 And if you're a veteran watching online, take this opportunity and write there in the chat, right, what branch of the service you were in. I know our moderators and the rest of our church at home viewers would love to say thank you to you as well. So uh, we are just so grateful and appreciative to everyone. Yes, we honor you. And church, today is truly a miracle day. We've been saying it for weeks. We're believing for a miracle yeah. day. So we're elevating our faith together. But what I love is we're going to look back at what God has done, and that reminds us how he has been faithful, and he's going to continue to be faithful in the days ahead. God already knew what was in store for our year, for our future. And one year ago at Heart for the House, we stood here and declared the vision that the main goal for Heart for the House last year was to transform this Kissimmee location into a broadcast campus. So that way we could um, have a live stream connection to our South Orlando location and eventually other locations around Florida and even internationally. And we had no idea that when the pandemic hit, our church wouldn't gather physically for 139 days. And so what I love about God and the vision that God put in the hearts of pastors Jeff and Pastor Amy is that we purchased Living as One broadcasting equipment to fulfill this need before we ever knew it would be the only thing we would rely on for 139 days. We went from three City of Life Church locations to a location in every single home, which is thousands of locations. We didn't know we needed it, but God put it in our heart. And through your faithfulness and generosity, God provided before the need happened. In addition, 
to Living as One, which really served as the hub of our digital platform, we also were able to upgrade so many important pieces of equipment that enabled us to provide an excellent level of digital service through the pandemic and continuing on right now. We got a new state-of-the-art video switcher, a 46-foot camera crane, which is a force to be reckoned with right Beautiful. here. And you know what I love about this is if you are a church at home viewer, Shots like that not only just make things look good, it helps you connect with the fact that you're not just watching a service, but that you're participating in it. There's nothing like watching something. Have you ever watched a bootleg? I don't know. I, I, I knew some rough people growing up. You know where you watch like a bootleg and you like see people walking in front of it and it's shaky? It's hard to connect with anything that you're watching if you can't immerse yourself in it. And as we're proclaiming the hope of Jesus, we don't want people to just feel like they're on the outside. We want them to feel like they're in the middle of what God is doing. And so that was an important upgrade. And then also our team was able to purchase a new communication system so that throughout the service in the heat of the moment our team could stay in touch with one another our amazing volunteers could operate at the best of their ability and while we're on that we want to take this moment to thank our amazing production team volunteers who shouldered the weight of this through the duration of quarantine I want to paint a picture for you, especially, can you guys remember in those first couple weeks of quarantine where no one knew anything? And like, we were like, I was wiping down my Amazon boxes. I was like, I don't know what's happening right now. No one was driving, no one was on the roads. And sometimes two or three times a week, our production team members would come to this place and serve in their capacity so that all of City of Life could still access our services. So we thank you guys so much. You have not missed a beat. The amazing men and women of our production team. Yes. And here's the result of what that faithfulness produced. You know, we had so many views, an unprecedented number of views and tuning in online from our church this year. It's because of the faithfulness of our production team, but it's also because of the faithfulness of you, our church, and your faithfulness in giving. Thank you to everyone who participated in our online services. Thank you to every single person who talks in the Let's chat, go, who makes yourself known, who connects with our moderators. Thank you, moderators, for serving and making yourself available week in and week out. And for those of our church family, who participated in the hallelujah wall to bring some atmosphere to the room when there were not many human beings in the room. We're so grateful. So we're celebrating over 1,309,103 views on Facebook. 165,200 views on Let's YouTube go. and 10,290 views at cityoflife.live. Guys. This is not something we could just conjure up ourselves and do. We are a faithful church in Kissimmee, St. Cloud, Florida, and we are reaching over one million people through yes. our digital platform. Come so on. you realize the miracle that we get to be a part of. We're truly in the digital age of mission life. And so I love that. In addition, our production team in conjunction with our City Kids volunteers produced a weekly online service that disciples so many children week in and week out. It continues to serve our children weekly online. I know there's many families at home still tuning in. We've had almost 10,000 views on our City Kids YouTube services and filmed a total of 32 online services. Come on. 
Not only have we been getting reports of children making Jesus their Lord and Savior in their home throughout the pandemic, but our production team has gone above and beyond. Guys, truly, it's if you if, even if you don't have kids, check one out. There's like sound effects and like digital effects. It is so excellent, and I don't want our son watching anything else. He For loves sure. it. It's the best. You know, as we prepared this day and like this book of cards of good news, I was thinking for a bit how it can be a little overwhelming to be inundated with good news and it's like, do I just keep clapping? Like, what is all this good news? But for the duration of this year, you and I have been bombarded with some pretty bad news over and over and over. I think it is high time for the goodness of God to be celebrated over and over and over. So yeah, we're going to clap every time. Yes, we're going to celebrate every time because good news needs to be celebrated. And so as a church, we've seen some incredible marks of health because healthy things grow. And we have seen growth through one of the most difficult years at our church. We've had 108 people attend Growth Track, the path to membership and serving at our church this year. 55 people joined the Dream Team through the pandemic, which is amazing. Over 1,017 or 1,751 unique volunteer positions have been filled and our marriage mentors, which are couples who've devoted time and energy to building up other couples, have walked with seven 76 couples through periods of difficulty through this year, which is amazing. And 523 people attended social groups. That is a relationship happening even through a time where distance is what separated us. Connection was still there. And social week continues this week, so there's more opportunities. You know, I like that little plug there. You're smart. I'm just saying, it starts today. In case you Pastor don't know, this is my beautiful it. wife, Pastor Amanda. I don't think she introduced herself. She's oh, amazing. Oh, I'm sorry. She's a gift to the church, a gift to my life. We love you so much, babe. One thing we want to celebrate as a church is in a year where it could have felt like we were defeated, in a year where it felt like maybe our hands were tied, God continued his faithfulness and he continued to grow his church. And so today, City of Life, we're celebrating in person. We've had 1,410 salvations in 2020. We've had 37 baptisms, and that number is going to grow today because we have also have baptisms Let's after go. service. I'm just going to keep the plugs it's rolling. It's going to go up from 37. I'm yes. believing that today. And even online, since March 15th, we've had 921 salvations and even three baptisms online. Three digits. Sorry. Do we see this right here? <laughs> like, we had a digital baptism in someone's home. Come they got on. baptized, and the church celebrated with them. That is the best ever. I love it. And as a church also, we were able, I can't even believe this happened this year, but on January 18th, we launched City of Life Nona Location, an absolutely amazing effort in a whole new way. And anytime you launch a location, there is the purchase of sound equipment, children's ministry equipment, signage, and so many supplies to make a strong launch. And the, the facility we meet in is beautiful. And on that day, January 18th, we launched, we also purchased a new F-250 truck and 20 foot, 24 foot trailer for transporting all these supplies. We did all of that debt free because of your Come generosity on. and God's faithfulness. And what I love 
about our Nona location is we currently meet in a facility called Pioneers, which is a missions organization. And every dollar of rent that we pay there goes directly toward funding the mission effort. And their effort is specifically, oh yeah, you can clap, but you're about to clap again. Specifically to nations where there is less than 1% of Christian population. So this missionary organization is going as far as they can. We get to partner with them in that, and that is an absolute privilege. Yes. In our home here at our Kissimmee location, we've been able to make numerous upgrades and some necessary things because we've been here as a church for 34 years. So, you know, every once in a while, you got to do some things to take care of your home. And thanks to your generosity, we were able to get a new AC unit for our gymnasium, a new AC unit for David Hall, our children's building. We've got a new fire panel upgrade. We had a complete renovation of four of our modular classrooms for our school and improvements in painting on all the modulars. And I know some parents are going to be excited about this, especially maybe some families watching at home. This is big. We had a relocation and remodel of our City Kids Nursery. So for our classroom for infants through two-year-olds with a reception check-in area, this is never before seen footage. And parents, it's coming. We're just a few short weeks away from being able to open this facility so we can launch this area of City Kids again. But we're so I grateful. I literally don't know where that is. I'm watching and I'm like, I've never seen that before. It's, it's a secret. God is working, y'all. Even when you didn't see it, God is working. Yes. And just to continue the good news, I feel like this is my Oprah moment. This building gets an AC. This building gets an AC. And y'all, we got a new AC in the auditorium. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and a new roof, which again, after Let's 34 go. years, we needed a new roof. Our, our building's been through some hurricanes, been through some things, but God is good. You can see the before and afters. And church family, I have to brag on you. Because of your faithfulness, because of your generosity, we were able to give you this new roof and AC unit once again, completely debt free. Come on, God is good. Thank you. Additionally, our gym went through a huge renovation top to bottom. You can see all new floorings. The new wood floors are beautiful. We have all new lockers for our students, several classroom upgrades, new boys and girls locker room spaces, new basketball coach offices, new wall padding, tile, sports banners. It just looks so beautiful. We're so proud to have such an excellent space for our students. All right, let's kick it into gear. We can do this. So in addition to working inside the walls of our church, we also wanted to continue reaching the community even through a time where it was difficult. And I love the vision that Pastor Jeff and Pastor Amy have breathed into our church to make the hope of Jesus known. And we did that practically through the pandemic by partnering with local leaders and saying, hey, what do you need? How can we help? And you see on the screen here, I, I, I just can't even begin to list all of the things we did. We donated those important N95 masks to medical professionals so they could keep working through the pandemic. We were able to provide lunches to medical professionals. We collected food for senior citizens in the community who you remember in those initial weeks, they were on total lockdown. We were providing their basic needs of food, which is amazing. We also delivered handwritten letters from our city kids to those senior citizens, reminding them they are loved and valued and seen and known. We donated 24 units of blood at a time where blood donations were 
were completely going down. Our church said, hey, we can help. Saved over 72 lives through the donation of blood. We also provided masks to the Osceola County Jail, and our pastoral team provided over 60 hours of telecounseling to individuals dealing with anxiety, depression, or marital struggles through the pandemic. And we partnered with FarmShare and Osceola County Commissioner Viviana Jainer to provide free produce and food to 900 families in need through the pandemic. Yes. This is also wild that in 2020, we also had our first I Love My City in the South Orlando area. Because of your generosity, church, we were able to bless the community with 393 gallons of gas given away for free. We had so many people saying, wait, what church is this that's buying me gas? Like, what, what's going on? Why are you doing this? And we had the opportunity to minister the gospel, both spiritually and practically, just saying, we're doing it because we love you. We're doing it because we care about our community. We love our city. We distributed 120 lunches to the homeless population. We packed 283 snack packs and delivered them to the Ronald McDonald House so families facing uncertainty could have one less thing to worry about. We gave away 200 popsicles and 83 cups of coffee to a little league, paid for 40 loads of laundry at two different laundromats, blessed five fire stations with cookies and thank you notes that our kids hand drew. And then we cleaned up along John Young Parkway at the Meadowoods Recreation Center and at Cypress Creek High School. We were able to make a practical difference. If you're newer to City of Life, one of our main areas of focus is promoting restoration in single moms. The ministry we have is called PRISM, and Pastor Amy has really spearheaded that effort, and we as a church have uh, really been able to do amazing things through the years, multiple events, and during the pandemic, we decided we're not pulling back, we're leaning in to helping moms, and we have been able to provide, as of last holiday season through today, 140 families with their Thanksgiving dinner, 390 kids with their Christmas gift, Our kingdom builders and their generosity allowed us to deliver 100 bags of groceries for single moms through the pandemic and 400 backpacks to kids who were returning to school. So phenomenal. In addition to our partnership with Pioneers for Global Missions, because our vision isn't just within the walls, it isn't just in our backyard, it's a global vision. We also have partnered with Compassion International who connects families in poverty to their local church so that they can be released from poverty in the name of Jesus. Our partnership, we've been able to donate 12 goats this year, which gives families the opportunity not only to have fresh milk, but an income generation opportunity to be able to sell that milk in their community. Similarly, we provided 60 chickens, which provides families eggs and again, an income generation opportunity to be able to sell those and 24 water filtration systems, which gives them access to clean water for life. That's 24 families who wouldn't have that opportunity otherwise. Tell them that dollar amount. Tell them what this reflects as a church. So as a church, we have sponsored to date 636 children each month, which represents $24,000, $168 a month to sponsor children, both with their practical, physical, spiritual needs. They're connected to their local churches. And church, I'm, I'm bragging about this one. That means every year we as a church community give $290,016 per on. year to release 
families from poverty in the name of Jesus. If you partner with Compassion, you know that one of the most beautiful things in that is the letters you can write to your kids. And we have one uh, Compassion child that we sponsor, and it's been since 2007, I think. I actually think it was 12. I said 2012. that I don't know. We it's been we watched her. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we watched this beautiful little girl named Doreen grow up. And through the years, we've written letters back and forth to her. We sent letters uh, about our son being born. She would say, like, pray for me that, you know, I can have a good day. She would pray for us. But then this year, we noticed her letters changed. And she said, pray that COVID-19 would stop. It makes me so sad that I can't go to my church. It makes me so sad that my family cannot go to my school. And it was incredible for us to realize that everyone is feeling this pain. And it wasn't for us to say like, oh yes, we're praying for you. We've got something to tell you. No, we just said, hey, we're praying for you. Pray for us. We feel it too. And I just think it's beautiful as a church that we have stepped up practically to not just concern ourselves with our difficulty, but the difficulties of others as well, that we are going to bear up each other's burdens through this time. And that is a reflection of your generosity. So church, thank you. That's a little bit of good news yes. that we've celebrated this year. And I know that if we had time, we could go through every one of your stories, every one of your families, and hear about God's faithfulness. But today, we've invited just a few couples to share with you some particular stories of how God has been faithful in their life. And I believe it's going to be a blessing to you, and it's going to encourage you, that it's going to build you up. So we're going to start. They're all coming out here. They're amazing. And we're going to start with Rachel and Miguel. Rachel, Miguel, why don't you tell us a little bit about what God has done in your household and your family? These guys are on our worship team, our Nona team, our prayer team, our elder leaders team. They're on like every team in the book. Give it up for Rachel and Miguel, guys. We promise we're not trying to be greedy at all. Um, <laughs> we just love serving in City of Life. Um, and uh, he asked us to speak about what this year, what, what uh, generosity, how it's affected us this year um, in a year with a, such uncertainty. But as it relates to gen generosity, um, to keep it simple, you know, you just cannot outgive God ever. Yeah. You know, there, there's always an opportunity for you to give. And giving is an opportunity to make his love and care to no known to others. Um, it also enables us to store bridges in heaven. So when we reach out in our time of need, you know, we have something to tap into. You know, be it monetary, be it kindness, acts of mercy, um, or a helping hand. You know, just pay for somebody's Starbucks, you know, when you're in front of them, you know, and just pay for the person behind you. Those little moments, you know, grab onto them. You know, I just want to leave you with this. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25 says, The world of the generous gets larger and larger, and the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Wow. Amen. Miguel and I grew up in what most people would call poverty, but we were rich in that we were raised in homes where the gospel and biblical teaching of generosity was the prevalent teaching. You know, during the pandemic, God chose that particular time, which was so uncertain, to bless us with a dream that we've had for a long time. Um, we, for a long time, have always wanted to buy, purchase a piece of land and build a custom home. And God would choose this insane time. Um, and you know, for a long time, we didn't even want to tell anyone that we were building because we were trying to, you know, be concerned. You know, we felt badly because so many people were losing so many things 
and we know that we're not more worthy than anyone else, but God is just funny like that. Sometimes he just wants to show the world that in the midst of what's going on, the circumstances do not dictate how we live. Because when we live according to his word and we follow the, the teachings that we get here in church, the teachings of the Bible, you know, God watches over that word to perform it. And I just wanted to share that Miguel and I named our property, our Rehoboth. Um, in the book of Genesis uh, chapter 25, uh, Isaac in the Bible, his family had been persecuted by other clans and they kept coming and taking away their land, taking away their wells and stopping them up. But just like our uh, a word that I, I don't want to blow it up that pastor is going to speak on today. It just so surprised me when I read this word the other day. God is in the business of restoring, yes. reviving, and revitalizing everything and bringing back everything that was stolen. Some of us have lost family members, some of us jobs. And this year, the Lord, you know, gave us the desire of our heart. So we called it our Rehoboth like he did to Isaac. In a time of famine, his family took up an offering, just like our church is doing today. And in famine, we cannot say that we don't have to give because when we cannot not afford to give because it's a principle, give and it shall be given unto you. And we named our land just like God did with Isaac's family after they took up that offering. He found a new land where they found peace and he called it our Rehoboth, which means God has made room for us. Come on, come on. They just moved in too, which is amazing. So uh, we're grateful for that, Juan and Sheena, also amazing team leaders, Lake Nona, location leaders, elder leaders, longtime friends of mine kind of grew up with these two and um, their example and leadership is beautiful, but would love for you guys to share just a bit. Absolutely. So a big word that's been prevalent in our relationship and throughout the years of our marriage has been a word that uh, our founding pastor, Dr. Gary Smith, has always said from the pulpit, he has said that give, that one word, give, is a one word revival. Amen. And that power that impacts not only our life, but what it produces as a result. And that one thing has taught us that we equally have to be intentional with our giving in seasons of plenty as also in seasons of lack. Yeah. And so that generosity that's built, that faithfulness has taught us not only those principles, but has carried us through God showing evidence in every time that he's returned it back to us. And just as Joseph himself, and we might feel it the same way, living in a time of famine in the land, he had been instructed by God to store up seven years worth in times of plenty for the seasons of lack. And so the gifts that we give are storing up for our Come future. On. And so receiving this moment, this revelation will allow for you to protect your family and for the years to come in your giving. So good. Um, first of all, I haven't been here in a while because we go to Nona, so it's nice to see everyone's faces. But um, we've seen God's miraculous provision and faithfulness in our finances this year in particular. And we have had to look back to remind our souls just how great his faithfulness really is. Um, I launched a business November 18th of last year, had a business model, had a plan, had expectations, and of course, we went through every single one of us, a pandemic. And if I'm being completely honest, I kind of just um, kind of buried those expectations a little bit. 
Uh, but within the month of March, I not only doubled clientele, but I increased um, what I thought I was gonna have to take months to get. It, I, I received it with just one client. So I wanna share that, you know, God has showed me this year that it wasn't good expectations that I had. His, he wasn't faithful to me just because I had a good plan, just because I had vision. But he reminded me that he's faithful because he's faithful. Yes. Come on, come on. Ooh, I felt that. Kelly and Andy, you know and love them, also leaders here and have just been a foundational family of this church for so many years. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this year because it was a big one for you guys. It certainly was. About 30 years ago when we got married, we made a commitment to God that we were going to put him first and put our complete trust in him and be generous with what he's blessed us with. And so this year as the 2020 curveball started coming at us, um, as he did over the past 30 years, God showed his faithfulness to us. Um, we both lost a parent this year. Kelly lost her dad to cancer. I lost my mom to heart disease. Our immediate family all got COVID. Um, as a business owner with the shutdowns, we saw month after month of declining revenues. The future looked bleak. You know, we weren't sure what to expect on the horizon. But through it, we continue to trust God, continue to be generous, and God continued to be faithful. He provided comfort, peace, healing, protection, yes. and provision all through those circumstances. Yes. And so it's just a, I, I can testify here that we've had as in our business three months of a significant uptick and we're on course to close this year, the best year we've had in 34 years in business. Come on, let's go. Psalm 25 says, your perfection and faithfulness are my bodyguards, for you are my hope, and I trust in you as my only protection. So through this time, our kids came home for spring break and got stranded, them and their friends, at our house because their university shut down. Their summer internships all got canceled, but God was faithful. He provided. We had 10 around the table every night during the whole pandemic but God was faithful and he provided. It was wonderful. There's nothing that I can't trust him with. So the question is not is, will God be faithful moving forward? The question is, will I be faithful moving forward? Come on. Woo. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Guys, these are just three stories of many. It was really hard to even try to narrow down because I know that it feels like there's so much negative, but if you learn to look, if you learn to see what God is doing, he has been going above and beyond. If you're a family, I want you to catch some of the things these families said, let it encourage you. If you're a business owner, let Andy's testimony build you up that the circumstances do not have to dictate what is happening in your life. And I'm really excited because on days like this, Heart for the House Sunday, Vision Sunday, me and my family come to church with an open heart ready because we are trusting that God is gonna speak through our pastors, a word that isn't just for our church, but for our family as well. And so Pastor Jeff's gonna come and share with us a word that God's put on his heart. I got to hear it last night at Nona and I'm hyped for you to hear it. Come on, give it up for Pastor Jeff. Hey everybody. Man, can we have another hand for all these extraordinary things that we just listened to and saw up there? I'm so excited to be a part of this place. 
what, what an opportunity. I woke up this morning thinking about why my heart is so drawn to this moment. And I thought, oh, it's because I have a heart for the house. Uh, I care about this place. I care about what God does, the supernatural things that we just saw. Did you realize the numbers that we just saw? Those are supernatural numbers. We're talking about children that are being sponsored all over the world whose lives would be completely different had we not stepped in. We're talking about people in our community, single moms that would not have been able to move forward and do what they're doing. These are extraordinary supernatural things that are accomplished through ordinary natural means. Okay, so today, this day represents us stepping from the natural to the supernatural. Who could use a little supernatural in your life right now? I know that I know that there are some things in my life. I, I need God to move. We need God to move in our life. So heart for the house is a day. And I love what uh, Juan said when he was quoting Pastor Gary, where he said, give is a one word revival. You want a revival? Give. Give stirs heaven. Give makes something happen in your heart where you need faith to believe that what you just gave, God is gonna restore and he's gonna give you even more. That, ta that taps into your faith. So if you're going through a, a dry season in your life, that's what dad was talking about when he said give as a one word revival. You wanna get yourself stirred up, then give. That's exactly what it does. You know, another thing this morning when I was praying, I was thinking that in the Bible, we see Israel bouncing around, uh, always consistent in that they're God's people, but through various phases of, of freedom and captivity and things like that. As Americans, we're not used to that. We're not used to having our government overthrown and then all of a sudden we get everything taken away from us and then we're, you know, lose our culture and everything for dozens of years or hundreds of years. And there's like stories when we're huddling around the table. Yeah, hundreds of years ago, we used to go to church and we used to be able to lift our hands and praise God. Someday it's gonna be like that. That hasn't happened to us. So when we think about some of these stories in the Bible, when we think about what it meant to people to have God bring things back to them that were taken away, you can get a little bit of a sense of what it would be like for us. I think the pandemic and I think COVID has given us a little bit of a glimpse what it is like to have everything taken away and how challenging it can be on you personally, how challenging it can be on your emotions, on your soul, on, on your friends, on your family, on your church. I mean, look at it. You know, those of you that are watching online, thank you so much for being here and being connected to us. But I'm looking in this room, it's so drastically different in this room than it was a year ago. That's okay. But to act like that it's not existing or it doesn't happen is just simply not true. It is happening. You could shoot a cannonball down the middle row right here. I don't want to, uh, and I don't think it would be a healthy idea. But the, the truth is in a normal service, this place would be packed out wall to wall. So to try to say that we're not at a place as a culture or as a society or as a church where we don't long for God to do something huge, it's just not true. We need God to do something huge. And when we look in the book of Nehemiah, chapter two, Nehemiah is a cupbearer to the king, which is kind of a bougie job because that means he's like going and getting all these fine wines and serving him all this nice wine all the time. And he is sad, Nehemiah is sad. This guy is obviously ruling over Israel. Artaxerxes has taken over Israel and they're in captivity, but he's letting Nehemiah work for him. And so Nehemiah is sad one day and he says to him, why are you so sad? He goes, how am I supposed to be happy when the city that I grew up, that I longed for, my capital city is in shambles? 
And he says, okay, well, I'll tell you what, you're a cool guy. Why don't you go check on it and see what's going on there? And he gives him permission to go back to Jerusalem. And Nehemiah goes and inspects Jerusalem and finds out that it, the, the wall is broken down. It's just, it is just devastating. He's, he's so sad when he sees it. And he says to some other Jewish people here, he says, I said to them, you know very well what trouble we're in. Jerusalem lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire. Let us rebuild the wall of Jerusalem and end this disgrace. When I, then I told them about how the gracious hand of God had been on me and about my conversation with the king. They replied at once, yes, let's rebuild the wall. So they begin the good work. Who is ready for God to begin the good work in our church right now? Who is ready for God to begin the good work in our culture right now? I believe it starts with today. I believe it's a, today is a day of the supernatural where it's time for us to step out. Amy and I today, I'm excited. Our family, not just Amy and I, the Smith family, we're gonna give the largest gift today we've ever given in our lives combined together because we're believing for God to do something huge, monumental in our lives. We're ready to see this rebuilding process. We wanna be a part of this, whatever God wants to do. So I believe the three points today of rebuild, restore, and revive, I'd like to tell you point number one, rebuild, is we need to rebuild what has been destroyed. Whatever in your life has been destroyed, whatever in your life is in shambles, it doesn't matter if it's your marriage, it doesn't matter if it's your prayer life, it doesn't matter if it's uh, you know the, the volunteerism that you've had in your life, it doesn't matter. It's time for God to rebuild and I'm ready for him to rebuild. Then Psalm 126.1 says, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, and a lot of people believe this is referring to the same story about Israel being separated from Jerusalem, finally rebuilding the city and going back to the city. This is, this is the scripture after they got back and got back the things that they had lost. It said, when the Lord restored the fortune of Zion or Jerusalem, we were like those who dreamed. So the second thing I believe God wants to do today, I believe he wants to rebuild what has been destroyed. But the second thing is I believe God wants to restore the dream in your life today. Look at someone next to you say, it's time to dream again. I believe it today. I believe it's time for you to get your heart stirred up. Did you know you can't dream when you're in the middle of a crisis? When you're in the middle of a crisis and you're in survival mode, you don't have any energy to dream. You're trying to figure out how to get toilet paper. You can't dream when you need toilet paper. You have to, you, you gotta figure out the basics, right? Dreaming involves a, 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 a mental state and an emotional state where you can have some peace and, and, and you can start going, okay, let me think about what God could do. Let me think about the miracle that could happen if, if I really believed and you start getting creative in that moment. Look, it's time for you to dream again. This is the, this is the time in our life and today is the day that I believe God is gonna in, impart dreams to people in this room. I believe that the dream that has been lost in your life today by the power of the Holy Spirit, God is gonna restore the dream. Somebody say restore the dream. Somebody say rebuild what's been destroyed. Somebody say, restore the dream. Come on, once again, look at someone near you and say, it's time to dream again. And then finally, Psalm 85, six. I love this. And once again, a lot of theologians believe this is about the same thing. It's about Israel losing what was once uh, its prized possession, its city, its capital, uh, Jerusalem, Zion, the place that they were so proud of. 
and this is about them getting it back. Psalm 85, six says, will you not yourself revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? So rebuild what's been destroyed, restore the joy, and then finally revive joy in your life again. It's time for us to get happy like Pharrell. Come on, it's time for us to truly get a smile on our face. It's time for us once again to leave behind. I'm so tired of seeing people post memes about how terrible 2020 is. Everybody knows it already. You know what? I like the news that I heard up here on the, on the stage today about people's lives being changed around in 2020. I'm ready to hear some new narratives about what life can look like if you actually trust and believe the Lord. So today, who's ready to have your joy restored again? Who's ready to wake up in the morning excited about what God could possibly do? Finally, God has got a hold of our attention and I believe this miracle starts right now. You know, all of our goals last year, as, as we talked about, were to really think about launching things outward and how we were gonna do Nona, we were gonna do uh, San Juan. You say, oh, well, how, you know, what does that mean? Did God really speak the word if you're not, you know, if it didn't happen then blah, blah. Number one, I just do not think like that. I, th I think the way, I think what God does is he puts things in front of us to see if we're obedient to it. Okay, and then if we're obedient, then sometimes he's got a nice little surprise, such as last year, us raising money to turn this into basically a television studio so we could live broadcast to all of our other campuses. Now we have the basic needs that we have to do the live stream that so many people are watching right now. And people are gonna watch throughout the week over a, a million, wasn't that cool? Over a million views on Facebook. That's been incredible, man, that's fantastic. So we wouldn't have been able to do that if it weren't for Heart for the House. Uh, last year. So this year, as we begin to focus on things, and you say, well, what kinds of things? Well, we need lots of upgrades to, to things like old computers that we have. We need uh, you know, to continue uh, to get our stage where it needs to be. There's all kinds of motorized things that we need for, for lighting. Uh, there's um, you know, our projectors that are over here on the side screen. We would like to, to replace these projectors with LED uh, the same size. Wouldn't that look great right there to have LED? So that alone, those alone are about $60,000 to get that particular upgrade. Just to give you concepts of what we're talking about when we're talking about some of these upgrades. And our goal is to, we wanna see rebuild, restore and revive here at our Kissimmee campus first and as we kind of expand out from what God is calling us to do. Uh, also, we need six HD cameras, the cameras that we're currently using that look great, I love them, I'm thankful for them, but there's some things that we need. I mean, some of the lenses for cameras uh, that you see from some of the big time shows and churches, uh, some of the lenses alone for those cameras where you can have a camera in the back and get a nice close-up uh, that, that really has a, a cool depth of field to it. Some of those lenses alone are over $100,000 for just the lens. So when you're talking about the high quality world of what we believe God has called us to do, there's a lot of things that are out there. And then also finally, the sound system that you're hearing right now is the same sound system that we built uh, this church with in 1995, when we put this church in 1995. I think we could use an upgrade. It's, it's like that commercial where Beyonce says, let me upgrade you. Uh, I, I think that, I think she's prophetically saying that about uh, City of Life. Uh, let me upgrade you. 
Uh, it's $100,000 for the system that we're looking at, which is actually not super expensive compared to uh, a lot of places that have, it's probably about half the cost of the type of system that a lot of places have. These are some of the things that we wanna do here on our campus to continue making this a studio atmosphere that as we move forward, we can continue to reach more people through our live stream. We can continue to make this experience fantastic as we branch out. These are things over and above our consistent faithful uh, tithe and offering. You already see the things that we're doing in our community. They're really, really special things. And I'm asking you to be a part of it today. I want you to be in on it today. I want you to family-wise, when you look up there and you, you see those things like this screen that we used for Blink, that we saw thousands of people come to Christ. It, it had our backdrops, had our backgrounds. Uh, you know, we didn't have to bring actual set pieces in. If you were a part of that, then you were a part of it. I want you to be a part of it. Don't miss it today. I can't wait to be a part of what God is about to do for Heart for the House. But now we're approaching that moment that we've really been waiting and praying for as we prepare to give. So there's a few ways that you're gonna be able to give. You have those Heart for the House envelopes that you received on your way in. You also can use uh, the online feature at col.tv slash give, or you can give using our text to give. Now the way you'll need to do that, the instructions are here. Please send a word to the smart giving number. The word needs to be heart, space, than the dollar amount that you would like to give. All those methods are different ways that you can do so. If you're watching online, you can text or use the give button. And so I want you and your family to prayerfully consider this moment. I know many people have been preparing for weeks and months, but today maybe you haven't, but you still feel compelled. I love what Rachel said. She said, we can't afford to not give. Today, don't just push past that tug on your heart that you feel. You respond to what God is telling you to do. And in addition to that, I would love for you to pull out this card that here that you receive. Every person in the room, grab this card. It says rebuild, restore, and revive. On the back, there are some spaces for you to write something you believe for God to rebuild, for him to restore, and him to revive. We want you to take a few moments here to fill that out and tuck it in the envelope. And when you give, whether you're giving electronically or not, we still want this card from you because our team is gonna take every card and agree in prayer with everything that you are believing for this year. Amen. So I encourage everyone here, uh, when you get home, open this book and read every single thing in it. You want to tap in to the power of the supernatural. Supernatural things are mentioned in this book and our team took a lot of time uh, to put it together. So I'm asking every person, read every page. As you go over every part of it, say amen. Come on, let's, let's practice that right now. Say amen. amen. Say amen when you see each little part of it. Have a little party. Every little thing you see that gets you stirred up. Get your heart stirred up. The Bible says, building yourself up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Get excited about what God has done and get excited right now about what he is going to do. And I'm just gonna say this right now. I feel like, I feel like there's some miracles physically. Who, who needs a physical miracle today? Does anyone in this room need a physical miracle? I believe the supernatural is here today. The power of the Holy Spirit is here. I believe anytime the, the Holy Spirit is present, that it, it's a moment where we're just ready for something supernatural to break loose. So I just, we declare and agree with you and speak miracles all over this room as people take a step of faith. They step out in faith. I'm praying for supernatural things. We're believing for a miracle for 
through something we're going through right now. We're believing for this to be a moment where we step into faith and God meets us at the point of our faith. So Amy's gonna pray for you right now and I'm gonna agree with her and we're just gonna believe the power of the Holy Spirit is gonna move throughout this place. Maybe if you could, could you lift that card just symbolically and we'll just pray together. Thank you, Lord. We truly do believe that this moment is a divine, holy, and supernatural moment. And just like we've been singing, that there truly is nothing better than you, God. Lord, you are faithful. You are true to your word. And we thank you for that today, God. We thank you that you have been faithful in 2020. We thank you, Lord, that you are going to continue to do so because that's who you are. I thank you, Lord, today that in this moment, I just feel your anointing, God, for breakthrough. I feel your anointing for healing. I feel your anointing for creative ideas. I thank you that in this moment, as we are obedient and we put the seed of what we are deciding is obedience from you into the ground, God, that we understand that it is fertile soil. And we expect, God, and we declare, Lord, a fruitful harvest, God, to come into our lives. I thank you even now that business owners, Lord, that they would have divine connections in Jesus' name. I thank you for your creative ideas, God, to come to the people in this room and those watching online, God, that there would be new streams of income, Lord, that there would be new ideas and innovation. I thank you for open doors and that the things that we put our hands to do would prosper because of you and your anointing on our lives, God. We just thank you for this holy moment. You are going to provide for City of Life and for the people represented in this church. We thank you 2021 is going to be our best year yet. And we declare it together in Jesus' name. And those who agree, can you say amen? Amen. Amen. We're going to keep singing. We're going to dismiss and you can give it this time. Love you guys. This concludes the teaching. If you'd like to support what God is doing here at City of Life, click on the Give button at www.col.tv or text a dollar amount to the number 855-997-6900. We hope you'll join us again.